This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, we're about to kick off Eagles and Buccaneers. But before we, so, so give me your thoughts about this one. This one, I know you're picking Philly. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you, but I do think this is going to be an interesting matchup from the standpoint of how's Philadelphia going to play? Um, will the defense show up? Because they, they've checked out for the past month. Offensively, what's going on? Is Hurts' finger okay? Uh, are they going to play for their coach? Or, you know, are we looking at if somehow they get a, an exit here tonight? Is there another opening this time down in the brother, city of brotherly love? It does kind of feel like things could hinge on what happens tonight. Do they put up... Uh, a good performance and, and advance next week to face off against the, the Lions? Do they put up a bad performance but lose in a close game? Do they just put up a stinker like the Cowboys put up and how they've looked here for the better part of six weeks? No A.J. Brown tonight? Yeah. Uh, it, I, it, does, uh, it does feel like a lot is, is hinging on, on what happens tonight for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And for the last couple of years, it feels like the Eagles have been – almost like the model organization. They had a mm-hmm. Super Bowl win. They they, they um, got to another Super Bowl, and now it feels like everything has gone sideways very, very quickly. There was a sense of panic with the way that they changed the, the coaching situation with the defense and everything else. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see just what Eagles team shows up tonight. I, I don't think that anybody could have a whole lot of confidence on, on anything regarding the Eagles. And you know what? Let's give Jalen Hurts some credit, Gordon, because – the work he did before the 2022 offseason, uh, which took him to another level at the quarterback play, mm-hmm. took the team to another level. Yes, no question. And so, you know, maybe these things would have shown their uglier, reared their ugly head earlier. But the fact that he took him on himself, he was a running quarterback, he could throw. He was just, he, he, he played almost perfect last season, Gordon, even in the Super Bowl. He was almost perfect until, you know, some some plays some plays went against him and then Kansas City was able to make the comeback and do some things and and win the championship again. But uh this is gonna be interesting to see because he's clearly the knee is an issue, the finger is an issue, as you mentioned, no AJ Brown, and an offensive line that has been inconsistent over the past couple of weeks against the defense and a and a guy who loves to blitz. Nobody blitzes more than Todd Bowles. Nobody mm-hmm. loves to blitz. Unless he's in the lead in the fourth quarter, then he won't blitz. <laughs> like like Rex. They're in the lead in the fourth quarter, Gordon. They're not blitzing on the last play. They want to go into a zone or something. They seem to lose their aggressiveness. But nevertheless, uh, this is going to be interesting to see how they perform. And then on the other side, I mean, Baker Mayfield has really been – underratedly the comeback kid. I mean, this was a guy who was looking to see where he was going to go. Was he done? Was he out of the league? Was he going to be a backup somewhere? And he took on the challenge of trying to follow Tom Brady and be a pretty good quarterback for this team. And, you know, he's not played badly. He's got them into, listen, I know they're nine and eight. I know they're in the South, but somebody had to win the South and he put them in the position to win it. I'd love to be one of those. Why can't my team play in one of these crappy divisions where everybody's <laughs> seven and nine and eight, eight and nine, and nine and eight, and seven and ten? And yeah, yeah, that's just so. Accurate. And have a home and have a home game as a yeah. division winner at nine and eight. 
Well, look, I mean, if you would have said after the Eagles beat the Bills in that overtime game that the Eagles are going to be stumbling into the playoffs and could be one and done, I think mm-hmm. everybody would have looked at you like your head was – you needed your head examined. But yep. uh, they have not played like the same team over the last six weeks of the season. They lost, what, five of six, I think it was, or six of seven, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not a it's not a stretch to say that the future of the organization could hinge on how things go down tonight. Yeah, it is going to be interesting to see what they're able to do. And listen, Gordon, for me, it's 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 uh, will Philly have an answer for Mike Evans? I mean, mm-hmm. he's the guy that that's you know he's the big big play receiver down there. Of course, they have a couple, but he's the guy, and you know that's going to be the key matchup. And of course. It's going to be the it, it's it's usual, Gordon. It's, it's the same thing, you know. Keep it really doesn't change. Don't turn the football over. Uh, keep your team out of out of third and long situations, and you know, be physical. Run the football. Eat up the clock. And 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 the thing that we all learned that we were reminded of last night: when you're in the red zone, you got to get sevens. You don't get threes. Threes. Threes hurt you in the postseason. They hurt you anyway, but especially in the postseason. you got to get into the end zone. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if if, if the move to the postseason is enough. I, I think we kept waiting for the Eagles to kind of flip the, the, the switch wake here. Up. Yeah, to wake up. Well, if they don't wake up tonight, there's no point in waking up. Yeah. Um, and will they be able to kind of get that swagger back and, and to who they were? Because even in the, in the early part of the season – it didn't look great at times, but they were winning games. So you just think, oh, well, they just know how to win these kind mm-hmm. of games. Uh, and then it felt like everything kind of reared its head. The defense, the O-line, the, the, the injuries, all this kind of stuff just kind of reared its ugly head at the worst time. So uh, I just find it hard to believe that this is the way the Eagles are going to go out. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they win tonight. And it may not be break great. It may not be perfect. But, you know, we don't care about star points. Just win. And then you, you find a way, and then next week you understand we got to be better because <laughs> we're not going to be able to do what we did against this team to move on next week. That's why I am – it is going to be different because normally it seems like Buffalo's going to Kansas City. Well, this time Kansas City's going to Buffalo. Weather doesn't change. If anything, it's a heat wave compared to the way it was in Kansas City. But I am curious to see how this, this Kansas City team, which – you know, the receivers, as you predicted, found a way to catch balls last week. Amazing. Uh, and But I'll say this. Their defense has been pretty consistent this year. And if anything, I think the defense has been the difference. Their defense looked great this past week, and it has been very strong throughout the course of the season. Whether or not that's enough to – whether they can kind of switch up how they play, I just don't know that they have enough offensively because even – uh, even on Saturday night, it felt like they had they they were settling for field goals a lot. Mm-hmm. They were they had a lot of drop passes. Maybe that was the weather, but the weather's not going to be all that great in in, in Buffalo. Right. right. But they do go in there knowing that they kind of have a little thing over the Bills in the postseason. Josh Allen's zero mm-hmm. two against them so far. So, um, if the Bills don't win this one mm-hmm. against the Chiefs, yeah, when are you ever going to beat the Chiefs when it really matters? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it's, it's uh, you know. So in this one, uh, who are you rooting for? I mean, you don't like either one of these teams. <laughs> oh, to me, I'm only rooting for my wallet. So I, uh-huh. I am rooting. I, I'm rooting for the Eagles. I have family that are from Philly, so they are Eagle fans. So I don't hate the Eagles as much as Giant fans do. 
So I don't have an issue with them that way. So I, I have no now. If I weren't, oh, if I didn't bet the Eagles, I wouldn't care. Right. But the fact that I have the Eagles tonight, I'll, I'll root for the Eagles. Actually, I was referring to next week, Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City. No, I, because you don't can, like. Can, can the game teams. be snowed out? Can we, should we just cancel it and just put Baltimore in the, into the Super Bowl? I would think. I would think you would you 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 you'd be leaning towards a Buffalo. No, I can't root for Buffalo. Over Kansas. City. I, 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 I probably would root for Kansas City because I'd like to see the the Buffalo Bills demolished. Yeah, they, their <laughs> fan base suffer a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I was I'm just so sick of the Bills. Ma- there was no Bills Mafia. They they make it out like this thing has existed forever. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, a new thing. This the Bills Mafia. When Josh Allen arrived, yeah, all came. of a sudden, right? They didn't make the playoffs for seventeen years in a row. I didn't hear anything about the Bills Mafia jumping through tables amazing? and everything else. Isn't that amazing? Seventeen years in a row. Wow, it's hard to believe. It is hard to believe. Jets are catching up. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with New England with Mayo. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see, you know, and I think you and I had this discussion. I'm curious to see how does he operate? Does he what what's the personality going to be of of what is his coaching style going to be? Will he be like, you know, Bill? Like all the other guys off the Belichick coaching tree are like him. Mhm. In the sense of, you know, type everything. But is he is he going to be you know, I mean, Vrabel wasn't off the coaching tree. No, he was a player. But he, so he seemed to be a bit more. But he, it's still the Patriot way, right? It's, it's the Patriot way, but at least he 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 graded he graded on the curve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he wasn't like, okay, we're not walking the straight line. I'll allow you to step on the line every once in a while. And you know, so I'm curious how Mayo's going to be. Is is he going to be? You know, is he going to be more like Bill, or is he going to be more like himself with a little bit of Bill, or is he going to be? The problem is there. It's, it just feels like that's a, a complete rebuild situation. I just yeah. don't know what the patience is for that. But they there. got a good defense. Yeah, but that's Bill's defense. Are they going to have the same level of defense now that Bill's not there? Yeah, they mm. got a. They they're one of those teams that kind of needs everything on offense. Yeah, they do. The offensive line has not been good. They need a quarterback. Their skill position pl- – I don't think there's a, a single guy on their, in their skill position players that I'd say, oh, wow, I really wish I had him on my team. Yeah. You, you don't want Matt Jones, quarterback? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll have him before too. He's got to go someplace. I don't think he's going back to New England, that's for sure. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, and it's a weird situation in that the Bucks are the home team, but it mm-hmm. kind of feels a little bit like if anybody has house money in it, they're the team with the house money. Exactly. The Eagles are expected to have a deep playoff run. Yes. Even though they are the road team here in this game. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, take your shots. Yeah, there's no Let's reason go. why you're not. This game should should come down to the the, the fourth quarter. Uh, the yep. Eagles have not played good football in a very long time, and and their worst is way worse than your worst. That's right. When they're That's when they're sure. bad, they're really bad. Really bad. Tommy's in Connecticut. Tommy joins us next on ninety eight seven. Gordo, Larry, how are we doing this evening? Hey, Tommy. Oh yeah, so I'm totally with you on the uh, Tampa thing. That 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 cannon should be shooting off that fire. <laughs> the pirate ship non just go for it you know full yep. send 
Uh, but I just wanted to talk about the officiating in these uh, NFL games. And I think you guys touched on it a little bit before. This is not so good. How, Evans, I'm sorry, Tommy. Evans limping to the sideline. That's not good. Go ahead. Oh, um, I just as far as the uh, you, you touched on the play with uh, Josh Allen, you know, mm-hmm. taking the knee and mm-hmm. the the personal foul. He's bigger than most linebackers in the league. How, how can you decide to just oh I'm taking a knee and then all of a sudden if there's any contact it it it's a 15 yard penalty? It drives me nuts. It drives me absolutely nuts. It's. And see, the thing that I don't like about it, Tommy, is once again, I understand if he's in a quarterback doing what quarterbacks do, passing, if he's rolling out a situation like that, I got it. We're protecting the quarterback. He is a runner in that situation. He, he has declared himself a runner. Exactly. I'm so with you, Larry. Thanks for And he the was call, sliding. And so, and the other thing is, as the defender, thanks, Tommy, as the defender, Gordon, he just ran for 52 yards. I have to make sure that he's down and not not getting back up. I have to make sure. So I can't now. I can't stop. Where, where he was, he couldn't stop as he slid. He couldn't stop and say, oh, okay, he's giving himself up. He stopped. He's giving himself up. I got to go somewhere else. He had already left his feet. Gordon, he was leaning towards him. What yeah, is he supposed to do? You, I mean, and, 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 and we have the benefit of watching it in slow motion and watching it in super slow motion, and you think – Oh well, uh, clearly he should have done this. Or should it's impo- It's so hard. It's so hard to make a, a, a judgment call in the moment of yep. this guy is going to try to run through me. Oh no, he's going down. And if you make the wrong decision, and he's gone. End up, you t- right, he's either either he's gone or you get a penalty or it's impossible. It is. It is. And I get this. And once again, I understand this in the offensive league. I understand it's the quarterback, but still, he is a runner. And running backs don't get the now. If the running backs were getting that call, I'm good. I got nothing to say. But you're not you're not letting the running back. To, they they obliterate running backs. <laughs> nobody's nobody's waving the flag for them. No. <laughs> and then they can't even get paid. Can't get paid either. <laughs> exactly. So they get twofold. They get they get messed up. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I just you know. But look, hey, nothing's perfect. And and, and and the the effort to protect quarterbacks, I get it, but some of these roughing the pass, it shoves. I know, like a touch. I know. I pushed him. That's it. Roughing the passer. Roughing the passer. Got to throw the flag. And okay. and certain guys get called a certain way, and certain mm-hmm. other guys don't get called that way. That's right. And that's the real. If we're Absolutely. all if we're just talking about protecting quarterbacks, that's one thing. Yeah. But. That's not what it is. No, Just, that's not what it they, is. They got select guys. Yeah. Yes. And I'll say this. They didn't do a good job because, what, we had 15 different starting quarterbacks in the National Football League this year? It's, it's, <laughs> a, uh, it's, it's a tough position, and, and the game does suffer when these guys are out. Yep. And it does feel like that the more they do to protect, more guys get hurt. And mm-hmm. teams now forget about a backup. You almost have to have f- f- multiple guys. You have, yeah. th- you have to sure. expect that your third string guy is going to see time. Yeah, and that's pretty scary. Yep, that's no pretty question. pretty scary. That's really scary. Gordon, while we have a few minutes, uh, I just want to pick because I haven't really had a chance to. Uh, we were supposed to touch on it Friday, but we got so look at Baker, we got so um, engrossed in football, we didn't get a chance to do it. Um, Gordon, what are the Yankees doing? 
not a whole lot. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they're doing anything. And, and, and for what was seeming to be, it felt like this was going to be the, the post the off season of let's settle family business. Yeah. Right? Let, let's leave no doubt of who we are. We missed the playoffs. We had this abysmal season. We're going to fix Still this there. and go about it and get it done. Uh-huh. And it started that way. When you, when you go out and get Juan oh. Soto, wow, what a, what an opening salvo that is to go get good. Juan Soto to start that's the good. That's awesome. That's pretty good, Gordon. I, I was like, whoa, that's, that's impressive. And, and then it's, it's been, there's been a lot of talk of things. And then as soon as they, you thought the next thing, they're going to go with Yamamoto. The Yankees are very confident that they're going to yes. get Yamamoto. Very, all in. All in. And they don't get him. Okay, well, look, you don't. If he wanted to go to the Dodgers, and there's nothing you could do. Okay, nothing fine. You can do. But you have to pivot now, and you have to figure out what the the other options are because you clearly need pitching. You need to get the, the, to solidify that rotation, and mm-hmm. to think that we're sitting here and they've added Marcus Stroman. There you go. And they're going to add maybe to a maybe a bullpen piece or two, and it's the same old thing. The talk now is. Well, they will add a bullpen arm or two, and then they'll go into the regular season, and then they'll see where they stand, and then they'll make their move during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Like they always do. Right. Well, they'll see where they are at the trade deadline. That like does, they always do. Right. That's not the way you go about it. You're, you might have to make those moves as well, but yeah. you should be doing everything you can right now to make sure that you're putting the best field on the team to start the season. Mm-hmm. Not to kick it around for the first couple of months and then see where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little uh, surprised. Um, I, I'm surprised that – what. but see, I, let me ask you how you feel about it. Are you happy or sad that you didn't get Snell? I mean, you offered him money. He turned no, it down. I, I, I didn't really want Snell. Okay. I don't like Snell as a pitcher. He's a five-inning guy, walks a lot, gets hurt a lot. He's had mm-hmm. two excellent seasons, but everything else is – is is kind of um, he's kind of mediocre, right? You know? So and he's not a personality that I'd have a fun time rooting for. Uh, I can probably put that on the sidelines if I need to, but right. uh, it was not. It, I'm not. I'm not sad that they did not get him. And it seems like his his market or his expectations for his market are a little kind of out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I can't. Marcus Stroman's going to be the number two. I'm, I'm relying on Carlos Rodon to be the number yes, two. Yes, you are, baby. One sixty, hundred sixty million dollars. Rodon, that, that move, will be better. he will be better. That move looks so bad. It, it, it was it questionable at the time because you knew he was going to get hurt. It's the years, and even the when years he wasn't hurt last year, he stunk. I know, I know. Stunk. I think he'll be better this year, though. God can't be worse. But I think he'll be better this year. I think he will be, and I think you get Nestor back. Well, you hope. The thing with Stroman is not – now, I do kind of think he's probably exiting his prime. Like, he's not going to be the guy that you saw three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's clear that the Yankees screwed up the evaluation. Yeah. Because yeah. three, four years ago when you could have got him, oh, he's not good enough to he, – he's going to be a bullpen arm for him. He's, he's not enough of a difference maker yeah. to yeah. be in the rotation come the postseason. Well, that was at a time where you had James Paxton and, uh, I mean, a bunch of uh, Jay Happ. Yeah. And he wasn't good enough then, but now he's good enough four or five years later? 
Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, so that you, you you misread the situation this year in terms of the pitching. You you've you've gotten desperate, and this is a desperation move. Mm-hmm. And and the reason why you had to make it was because of another misevaluation in Jordan Montgomery. You didn't think right. he was good enough to be in your starting rotation come postseason time, and he got better once he left you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. And the player you traded him for, you've traded. He's not here anymore. Right. Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm no, stuck I, with it. it. It's a, um, it's a very, I don't know any way other way to put it. It's a very disappointing off season. Given let me let what me you tell you about disappointing off seasons. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you got to th- yeah, see the thing or two because I've seen the thing or two. <laughs> let me tell you about disappointing off seasons, my friend. You know what? You know what the big story was about the Mets past couple of days. Starling Marte looks great. I saw ball. that and I immediately looks thought of you. He looks amazing, phenomenal shape. He, oh, best shape ball. of his life. He's back, Larry. He's back. He's oh, he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Ready to go, Gordon. Yep. Starling Marte has he has he given me a full season in two years? He's been, no. Give me a break. Stop. Is he going to be my DH? Yeah. Why? No, he played two games in the the Dominican Republic. He's, re- he's ready he's, to go. He's a, it's standout. Oh, back to the, the New York Post headline: Mets Starling Marte back to old self and standout winter league game. Oh, who wrote that headline? <laughs> is that a is that a Yankee troll who wrote that? I feel like that's a Yankee troll. If I were trying to troll the Mets and I worked for the New York Post, I'd say Starling Marte back to his old. In the best shape of his uh, career. Uh, well, listen, I, I expect uh, a headline similar for Stanton. Oh, it's only a matter. <laughs> the Yankees are saying, how quick can we get Stanton on a flight to the DR? <laughs> he's, done, he's doing yoga now. He has a new flexibility <laughs> regimen. Oh, he's gotten some speed in his legs. He's working with Apollo Creed. He's getting some speed. <laughs> speed is what we need. He's jumping rope. Yeah, he's jumping rope. He's doing swimming. He's ready to go. He's running on the beach with Apollo. That's it. Big things. Mm -hmm. Big things from him. Big things this year. Sure. Big things. Can't catch up to fastballs anymore, but I'm sure running in the beach will help that. You know, so I'm just like, and here's here's the thing, Gordon. Why is is everybody after J.D. Martinez? I'm just, I'm just, that's just one name. Is everybody after J.D.? Why isn't he, why isn't this done? I don't know. And then we said, well, you know, we're examining. Examining. What do you need? This team has not had a DH for the past three years, Gordon. Three years. They haven't had a DH. What do you need to see? I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. And this is the big, the big, the big exact. This is the, three years we waited for this guy. Mm-hmm. Three years, Gordon. Three years. What we're going to maneuver? We, well, we can't talk to him, but we're we. He's working for somebody else. We, we're going to get him, but we can't talk to him. Excuse me? I'm, how does that work? You you have a job waiting when you leave. In three years, like he wasn't good enough that we could buy him out of his contract, and then we don't need. He's not doing anything about the DH. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I don't know. Uh, look, I, I, it's hard for me to complain because we did get Juan Soto. At least for one year, but it's not the off season. After eighty-two and eighty for the Yankees, you thought, okay, you gotta 
got to got to figure out some things here. We really got to go and and make and and the kind of moves that you want to see where you don't have to question Brian Cashman's judgment on these. Like mm-hmm. Juan Soto, that's bigger than Brian. Like I don't have to worry yeah. about Brian Cashman's judgment on Juan Soto. I know no. he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. We're good. We're good this year. Alex Verdugo and Marcus Stroman. It, it, these are all ah, that. It's just One such thing a bargain. I'll say about it's Stroman. Like, it, no, go ahead. It's like when my wife comes home and we didn't necessarily need these things that I bought, but they were just such great bargains. Yeah, they were on sale. They were on sale. <laughs> There's a reason why these things were such bargains. <laughs> the one thing I'll say about Strowman, Gordon, he takes the ball every fourth or fifth day. Yeah, that, um, look. And, bro, and maybe he can, he your, can rub up against Rodon for a little bit. You know, considering that, he takes the ball every fourth, fifth day. He mm-hmm. does. He's out there. Now, you know, as as they were saying on the K show uh, during the week, uh, you know, the the the, the uh, tweets might make your head spin. <laughs> His social media stuff might make your head spin, but he'll be he'll take the ball. He'll take the ball, and he's a tough guy. Yeah, I, bat- I can I can deal with all the the other stuff. He's a battler. As long as he's giving me kind of what I expect in terms of production, I think you'll get that from him. The problem is, is that if the production is not good, well then yeah. he's going to have more time to tweet, and that's not good yeah, for anybody. I know. Nobody needs more time to tweet. No, absolutely not. And uh, no, Joe, I'm not bringing Vogel back. Back. Sorry. Maybe you can get him on a good deal. Uh, I'm sure I could. <laughs> That, sure that's just what the Yankees need. All of a sudden, they, they pick up Vogel back. And, he, and he'd go crazy for you. No, short porch. No. He'd be hitting the ball off that short ball. Oh, the ball be flying out of there. I'd, be, I'd look at him like, yeah. so I need to move my fence in for you to hit for me? That's what I need to do at City Field? Move the fence in? Great, thanks. We'll Let me ask you this, Larry. Yeah. I got one more question for you. We right, have hold a short question. Do hold we that have question. A, hold it, okay. Yeah, hold that question until we come back. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon, did you see? I, I was just laughing with uh, Joe Leo. You saw the Evans missed the uh, yeah. drop the pass. Just a second ago, yeah. I said, Peyton, that would be it. No more. <laughs> no, I'm not throwing anything your way. You could run. I don't care how open you are. You are not getting the football. Joe said, maybe second half. <laughs> maybe second half you'd get it. This is turning out to be very a similar. Very, very similar, similar to last There's night, right? There's been no turning of the page. There has been no flipping of the switch. Nope. This looks very reminiscent to mm-hmm. everything that has happened for the last six weeks. And yep. um, my question that I was going to ask you there before yes. the break, and I guess yes. maybe we can throw this in as well. Sure, we are on tomorrow night, I believe, after Rangers hockey. Yes. When oh. we hit the when we hit the airwaves tomorrow night. Mm. Will the Dallas Cowboys be looking for a new head coach? They're looking for a new head coach as we speak. <laughs> well, no, I mean, well, well, well. Will they have one? You're no, saying, well, not will, will they McCarthy have one, fired? but will Mike McCarthy be out by the time we hit the airwaves tomorrow? No, I think it'll be a little later in the week. Now, I will throw in the Eagles. Will the Eagles be looking for a new head coach by the time we hit the airwaves tomorrow night? Uh, they might be. Uh, I, the way it looks right now, I would say yes. Howie would be on the phone, too. This has started worse than the Cowboys started. It has. Because at least this the Cowboys is two drives scored. and they already have 10 points. I know. You've only had the ball once. I know. It's not good. Not looking good. And the defense does not look good, Gordon. Once again, it's very similar. Wide There's wide open people. Wide open. Just <laughs> wide open similar. guys. I, how does this guy get this wide open? It's very similar. 
They're just roaming free. You, you know, they're making me look bad. You know, all this time I've always said, boy, the big difference with those young quarterbacks, their people aren't wide open like they are in college. These guys in the These Dallas guys game, are wide game open. they've been wide open like college. Mm-hmm. What is the defense doing? I'm not exactly sure. Well, let me see if they, they make don't some know adjustments. With, you know, and listen, that defense is the defense has been a disaster. I don't care who's – the play calling has not helped. You might as well put the original guy back down there. You got him up in the booth, put him back on the field, and put Patricia back up, put Patricia in the booth. It's not working. It's not working. Either they, there's an unbelievable amount of miscommunication or they're not buying into what they're selling in this game plan. These guys should not be wide open. They got, wide one, they, got open. One, they got one drive on offense and one drive on defense to save their season. Yep. Because if they don't score on this drive – and the Bucks score on the next drive, anything, a field goal, this game's over. Then you start They're down 13 the nothing. the Eagles are done. Then you start running a little bit, mm-hmm. a little play action, mm-hmm. you know, eat up the clock. Mm-hmm. Can't you hear Chris Berman? Tick, 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 tick. Just, you know, just rolling along. And you're getting tighter and tighter. Oh, absolutely. And the pressure's just... Mm-hmm. And I'll Mounting. tell you something. The Dallas fans are upset. No question. The Dallas fans are upset. Philadelphia Eagle fans will be waiting at the, at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> and, not, and not to say, good try, we'll get uh-uh. them next year. Uh-uh. Nope. 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 And for all the talk that we get about the media, in Philly, even the talk show hosts will be, hey, he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Get him out of here. Go, go, go. It'll be crazy. And, and, and. It seems like, and again, it's very early. Games change. Sure. They have moment, things happen. Yes. At least early on, mm-hmm. it looks like the Eagles' defense has no interest in tackling whatsoever. No. They're not even pressuring Mayfield that much. Nope. I mean, look at this. Why those are wide open? Wide open. There's nobody in there. And they, just, they, they almost gave up a touchdown to play before and that. Just, and he just danced. He just ran past people. Mm-hmm. They're not even running. This could not have started any better for the Bucks, oh. and it could not have started any worse for the Eagles. And now you're putting it. Now you're gonna, you're you're playing right into Todd Bowles' hands because all he wants to do is blitz anyway. Mm-hmm. And you've already removed the the possible because uh, I'm sure all week. Oh, if this is different now. This is the playoffs now. We're gonna, it's gonna be different. We're gonna we're mm-hmm. gonna play different. We're gonna play how we played earlier in the season, and uh, that is not, that, that's gone. Like, you can't yeah. say, oh, no, we, we're going to flip the switch now with three minutes to go in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, no. That's not generally how it works. Nope. <clears throat> Excuse me, unless you, you know, once again, it would be, all right, are they, are they close enough that at halftime you can yell and scream and make some adjustments? I thought, listen, I thought uh, <laughs> yesterday was just – Incredible. Jimmy Johnson did his best to try to help the Cowboys yeah, out. He did a lot Cowboys, more than anybody on the coaching staff did. But the Cowboys weren't listening. He needed to be in the locker room. But, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's oh, that's not good. Well, I, what did we say to start the show? This is the week. Wild card weekend is mm-hmm. where you separate the pretenders from yep. the contenders. And I think we've done an excellent job of that. Uh, yep. Even today, the Steelers, I don't think that the Steel, I don't even think Steeler fans really no. thought no. that they were going to make some deep playoff run this year or anything like that. If they could keep it a game and maybe pull off the upset, that would be great. But yes. nobody really expected that.
They were happy to make uh, the postseason with, with exactly. Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and um, uh, the the Rams, I think, were the one team that I thought they could they could go on the road and 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 get that win. And mm-hmm. they were a live team, so maybe they might be the exception to the rule. But Cleveland with Joe Flacco, clearly they yeah. were a pretender. fraud, that pretender. Yeah. Uh, Miami against a good team, clearly pretender. a pretender. All year, right? All year. Dallas at home in the postseason with Mike McCarthy should not have been. They're not. They're they're more talented than that, but they clearly were a pretender. And and now Houston a contender? Are we ready to say Houston's a contender? I don't know that they're a contender, but I think that what they showed you this year is real. Now look, they're going to go and and play the Ravens, and uh, I don't know that anybody can beat the Ravens. So, but they showed you that they were not just the result of a fluky game here or there or just hitting mm-hmm. a couple of breaks here or there. Now you get to see that this is the real thing. Yep. So, and, they, and, and I think what you can say for sure is that they mailed it at quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they got a shot. You have a good quarterback, Gordon. You got a shot. The postseason, you got a shot. Well, the first thing you got to do, if you don't have the quarterback, it's very hard to do the other things. It is. Yep. And it looks like at least early on, and look, only one team wins a Super Bowl every year. A lot right. of these teams that they're never going to win Super Bowls with any of the guys that are on their team. So mm-hmm. the, the Houston is just at the beginning of kind of climbing the ladder out of right. where they were. But boy, they've taken a huge step forward with they have. the season they've had and the quarterback they have, and it feels like the coach they have. They got a lot of young talent on that team. Yeah, they're not playing in a great division, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to be the team that kind of owns that division here. You know, but this is a step up in weight class. This is a oh, very absolutely. physical yeah. Baltimore mm-hmm. defense. Right, right. Uh, they're going to have to. They, they're going to be in the situation. You can't turn the football over. They because you know, and and the thing is, Gordon, they have to keep the ball away from Baltimore. That's what, and their defense is going to be tested too. But mm-hmm. they have to keep the ball away from Baltimore because the way they're playing this year, and they're so balanced. Going to run game, and, and you talk about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's not taking off. He's sitting back there very comfortable in the pocket and throwing. If he has to run out to buy some time, that's what he's doing. But he's very, very happily capable of relying on his receivers and that run game to keep that offense going. Yeah, uh, I, I look, I think everybody, I don't know, I haven't seen any lines for the games next week as right. of yet, but uh, I'm sure that uh, Baltimore is going to be a, a very sizable favorite. But mm-hmm. we've seen before, teams that have that buy. Sometimes you always think, oh, the buy is going to be a huge benefit. It's going to be a huge help. And Not all always. of a sudden you get into these games and the the other team, the Texans, they don't know any better. Like yeah. they, they showed you that the last week against Cleveland, they they don't know right. any better. And all of a sudden, if Texans if the Texans were to get the ball first and and drive down and get a touchdown, you never know. You put that little thought in their head. You never know. Absolutely, right. you never know. Puts a little pressure on them. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Gordon, here's some early lines courtesy of our friends at ESPN Bet. Okay. Ready? Ready? Yeah, let's do Buffalo, it. Buffalo, uh, three-point favorite over KC. Okay. Uh, Niners, 10-point favorite over the Packers. Interesting. Ravens, a nine-point favorite over the Texans. Okay. Uh, over under 45-and-a-half for the Ravens-Texans game. Over under 50-and-a-half for the Niners-Packers game. Over under 46 and a half for Kansas City and your 
Buffalo Bills. It feels like, and I don't know, I haven't done the research on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, although in, in sports media, I'm feeling like I shouldn't be doing any research after you seeing shouldn't. what don't some big it. names do in terms of research. They just see things and they just say it. Yeah, don't do they, it. Uh, they just say it out loud. Maybe that's You're the path it too I should complicated. be taking. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Do it. Don't do it. Uh, so I haven't done the research on this, mm-hmm. and maybe I won't. But it always mm-hmm. feels like that one of the teams that gets the, the buy comes yes. out flat. Yeah. Comes yep. out flat. Now, if you had to pick between the Ravens and the Niners, a team coming out flat. I would say I would. This is going to sound weird. Mm-hmm. I would think the Niners would be the team, but they have enough talent to overcome it and find a yeah. way to win. I don't uh, see the Ravens yeah. coming out flat. They, they, I just don't see them coming out flat. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, my my worry would be Brock Purdy. Yeah, I can see the Niners coming out flat. I would. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But I think defensively they hang in, and then the offense gets going late. You know. Yeah. Well, look, the, I, I would expect the Ravens and Niners both to advance. I agree. But it'll be uh, it'll be fascinating to watch. It's amazing, right? Like the, yeah. the Niners and the Pat. They were always in the, in certain teams. If I only could go back, Larry. If I only mm-hmm. had a time machine to go yes. back and just be able to pick one of these teams. It's always yes. they were always. They're not always winning championships per se, but they're always in the mix. They always yep. know what they're doing. They always got mm-hmm. a way of of getting back. It feels like the Niners and the Packers are there all the time, and the Chiefs the are obviously there, and the Ravens the are always time. there. All the time. And all that means the there are certain teams that are never there and never will be there. Yeah. Never, yes, yes, ever, yes. ever. I'll put, yes, I, I yes. gave this idea to the NFL Network. Nobody's reached back out to me about it, but they have that show, uh, A Football Life. Yes. I have suggested that they have a football life wasted. And they just, uh, it's, it's fans of certain organizations that have just thrown away their Years. rooting interest in football. They love football. Love it. But they root for teams that are just absolute lo- stone-cold losers who can't yes. figure out mm-hmm. a way to, to, to get anything good. My only saving grace this weekend was I looked up the age of the Dolphin owner just to see how soon it is before he sells the team. Uh-huh. Can't take it with you, Larry. No, how old is he? He's 83. He's going to hang in there. No. <laughs> He's hanging in there. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I don't know what what, uh, what, uh, what kids he has. I'm sure his kid is probably a stone-cold Bobo, too. He's just going yeah, to... We announced that we have signed Tua Tungabailoa to a $300 million contract. Over the next six years. Oh, my God, Larry. That, that, uh, that, uh, if that happens, forget about uh, Mike McCarthy leaving or uh-huh. Nick Sirianni leaving. I'm leaving. I I'm leaving you. and I'm never coming back. I got you. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fake my own death. I looked up the, the ways to fake your own death. The first rule is, do you realize the significance of faking your own death? That was the first rule. So First rule. Yeah, obviously that's why I'm looking it up. Bogus identity, (laughs) and I'll start my life new somewhere else with another team to root for. Yes, exactly. Well, now you can't do that because you just announced it, so you have to come up. No, he he wouldn't be crazy enough to fake his own death after saying he was going to fake his own death. Absolutely, you're right. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do anything of of the sort. He wouldn't do anything of the sort. Well, Gordon, as you mentioned, we'll be on tomorrow night following Rangers hockey. We'll uh, recap the Knicks. Hopefully, Jalen Brunson will be able to play on Wednesday. <laughs> we'll find Let's that fingers out. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Please. But uh, you enjoy the rest of the football game tonight, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good, Larry.
All right, that wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight as part of the Michael K. Show and Dan Gross' show. <laughs> Julie and Joe, thank you very much. Conversation continues on 98.7 ESPN.